Hare Krishna. So I'm going to go back a little bit. I What I've discovered is somehow, I didn't have a book. I had to download the Brihad Bhagavatam Rita. I got the one you sent. And uh, the one I downloaded, it, it, it was everything like the original one, but it didn't have any purports. So I was reading it, and I went through the chapter really quickly, and then I realized that, wait, it doesn't have any purports, but this must have purports. So then I found, I went and I found another verse. Yeah, I, I was missing the purports. So now that I went back and read the purports, I'd like to go back a little bit again uh, and start with 15 <clears throat> of chapter four of volume one. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Sri Parikshit Uvacha. Krishlagha Sahana Shakto Lajavana Mitanana Halado Naradam Natva Goravad Abadach Chennai. Sri Prikshit said, unable to tolerate hearing his own praise, Halad lowered his face in embarrassment, bowed down before Narada and respectfully addressed him in a quiet verse, voice, commentary. Pallad was ashamed to hear himself praised. He began to think that by speaking such impossible things, Narada must be teasing him. Still, he spoke gently because he had great respect for Narada, his Diksha Guru. Had Pallad not been addressing such a revered person, Prahlad might have expressed anger by replying in a louder voice. Omigyana timarandasya gyananjana shalakaya chaksur unmalatam yena tasmai shri gurave namaha sri chaitanyamano bhishtam stapitam yena bhutale sayam rupakadamayam Tadati sapadantikam Pancha kalpa tarubhyascha Kripa sindhu bhaebhacha Patitanam pavanebhyo Vaishnavebhyo namo nama Sri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Nityananda Sri Advaita Gadadhar Shivas Adi Gaur Bhakta Vrinda. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare. Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. So, greetings from Govardhan. Quite a wonderful place, quite spiritually intense. You can't get away from Krishna here. Um, 
And today they they sent me a car into Brindavan. There was a nice hundred people Russian group, a wonderful program. Champak and Damodar Venoda with them, because their mother is one of the group leaders. New people to Krishna consciousness. It's an incredible program what they have. Um, so I spoke, and then I took them to the gardens of Vrindavan. And uh, our Mali friend, whom I... We had a nice GoFund, and we collected $4,000 over, over 4 lakhs. Including, I joked, to break the male patriarchy. Well, you know, we gave four lakhs to the family, but we also made sure that each of the ladies and arranged it with Sridhar too, they all got 2,500 rupees. I mean, they're going to build a new house and things, but each of the ladies, because there's a, the mother and her three daughter-in-laws, got 2,500 rupees. They were so happy to buy saris and whatever they want. But anyway, it was amazing. They 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 fed 100 people. They had a whole operation there. They had three or four stoves. They had they had a lot ready before it was like smooth. Little children were serving plates. All the family was involved. Um, so they're really uh, serving the mission of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu by enlivening the pilgrims if they were so just happy to just see the untouched beautiful Brindavan flower garlands with the bridge of Asis. I told them that Brindavan means the flowers, the birds, the cows, and those who have that natural bhakti within their hearts. So it was so uplifting for these people. It was a great pilgrimage group. Uh, and of course, I have, wasn't able to go around Vrindavan. And I, I joke, I wrote that article, I hate country walks. You know, it's just not my thing. Different people like it. But, you know, Krishna inspired me that I, when I'm here, I have to go around half every day. We do half, two hours and 15 minutes. We, we go fast and hearing very clearly the chanting. Um, and tapo divyam yena kaput vatsakvam should ye yasmad brahma sokyam tunanta. That, you know, austerity is, is divine. Uh, despite the irrational impulse of the mind and senses, you, you keep engaged in your devotional service. Um, and, uh, it detaches one from the body and uh, which drags one <laughs> away from Krishna. It's not separate from Krishna consciousness. Um, it certainly keeps you really fit. I know I had a little, a little high blood pressure. I don't know, but uh, it brought the top level down 15 points. Just every two-hour walk with some nice devotees that join. And uh, you'll read my next Monday morning greeting 
talking to God, talking to God, because the mantra is vocative. Every name, it's not just Krishna. It, if if you know the Sanskrit, it's O oh, Krishna. It's declarative. It's addressing. So it's my time to talk to God and beg for service and beg for clarity of service. So it's quite a um, quite a uh, a program. A little austere. I got to keep my feet kind of fit because once you get those cracks, I do have one crack, but I'm uh, and the other thing is, uh, which I'm going to write about next week, is chanting and writing. Because when you go around, the mind becomes so clear, so I get such good ideas for my writing. It reminds me of that story of Srila Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur, when the, this distinguished professor wanted to see him, had an appointment, and Bhakti Siddhanta is busy he says, you know, we just need help polishing the brass in the deity room. After that, I'll talk to you. And then he came. He said, you know, oh my God, my, my schedule. <laughs> and he came and the same thing happened. And the third day, Bhakti Siddhanta said, what is your question? He said, the answer came when I was. Savasya chaham hiti sunni vishto matasmatir ganam. A poem cha. I'm situated in everyone's heart, and be, from me becomes remembrance, forgetfulness, and knowledge. So, I kind of feel like that. I had a nice realization. I'm, you know, going around the hill. It's been quite quiet, but now it's starting to, especially I go at five o'clock. It, it's starting to pick up. And you see a lot of people on the hill, a lot of people doing Dandavatrika. That's become a huge fad. Even the stores, they sell stacks of these styrofoams that do them on. But I saw a man walking around, you know, on his phone. So I just said, this is the, yeah, come on in. Come in. Come in, please. Great. Yes, please. I just Oh, you were giving a class. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know. Okay, well, stay for the class. Yeah. Sit. Use the chair. On, on today, I sit on the floor. You can use the chair. It's great that Hari Parshad's coming to the order retreat, right? Yes. Actually, I came to talk about the retreat. I didn't know that. Okay. Well, I do want to talk about the retreat. Um, yeah, we got a great community out here in Govardhan. Yeah. It's just, there's so many things happening out here. It's amazing. You got all these little Vaishnava communities from Radhakund to around here, the Iskan Govardhan place, to Brajvasundar, to Brajvasundar, which is like a Govardhan resort, but it's really Bhakti Bhagavan Goswami's ashram that Krishna built for him. 
<laughs> rich Indians just buy houses uh, to keep their black money, I think. <laughs> and uh, this project, and then uh, then there's the Govardhan Retreat Center on the other side. And now you have Jai Jagannath and uh, you know. what is that? I'm going to catch the culprit. Is there anybody who doesn't have there? There's one person that well, everybody has the sound of um Jai Jagannath with his Dandavat Parikram and a lot of people from America I know on that. Uh, so it's really a, like a happening place. It's not just like one. And some people feel I'll become crowded like Vrindavan, but but I don't think so. Because you've got the you can stay here for the class, right? I was just to Okay. Okay. It, 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 because you got that huge god in the center of Giriraj, the mountain. Mostly there's ashrams around it. So anyway, I was walking around the hill and someone was on a phone and I said, this is the real difference between extreme Vaiti Bhakti and Raghunuga Bhakti because what Vaiti Bhakti means is you practice because you have faith in the rule. You have faith in the rule. And, and, and the rules, the real rule, though, is to remember Krishna and not forget him. That's the all rules. But you have that faith in the rule. You do things because, not because you have a natural attraction, but because you have an understanding that this is good for you. Where pure Raganuga Bhakti, your faith is not in the rule, your faith is in, in, in your relationship with Krishna. And therefore, one on that platform of Raganuga Bhakti becomes above the rules and regulations because his focus is on absorption. And because of that absorption, he will follow all the rules, but but the rules are subservient to his, his absorption. And if one of the rules doesn't fit that, like, for example, the morning program, he may not go to the morning program, a great Vaishnav. He may be absorbed in another way, in his room, meditating and chanting. So you just walk around and you get such nice... And then I had another realization because... There's one other class I give. I go to Vrindavan approximately once a week, and there's about Kinchina Krishna, Yoga Maya, Bhakti Shastra. There's just a couple of people, and I'm doing the second chapter of the Chaitanya Charitamrita. And what that is, is, is Krishna Das Kaivaraj feeling he's about to leave the world and not knowing if he'll finish, he ultimately does. The beginning of the Madhya he summarizes all the pastimes. He has them. And practically, if he doesn't give it, it becomes lost to the world. 
because of his relationship with Raghunath Das Goswami, who was the servant of Srup Damodar, who was the confidential associate in the Gambira. So the, a lot of the pastimes may have been lost. So he's afraid he won't finish it, but he thinks if he can give one verse for each pastime, he gives one verse for each pastime, then at least if he dies, great souls can chant on these verses and maybe the full pastime will manifest. He's able after that to complete, but he just wanted to make sure. And he writes like that, I'm feeble, I'm old. And Prabhupada identifies with that as why he gave the Krishna book, because he's afraid he wouldn't finish. And he didn't. <laughs> but he, he, look at Prabhupada's genius, but you got from him still all the pastimes. He did the Krishna book. Um, so the second chapter, and this is my analysis, it describes Lord Chaitanya's ecstasies. But that's the second part of Lord Chaitanya's Leela, because there's the Baharanga Hetu, the, the, re, the reason he appeared for others, which is preaching Krishna consciousness, and there's the Antaranga Hetu, the reason he appeared for himself which is to experience the feelings of Radharani. So I think he he expressed this because he's afraid he may not be able to explain that in the in the uh, Anchilila. So he explains these various ecstasies and the, the, the form of those ecstasies is the disappointed lover, Radharani, the disappointed lover because the disappointed lover is the most intense emotion and focus in love <laughs> in the material world. The spiritual world, it's the most intense focus on Krishna in love. So, and, and a lot of those it, it describe this incredible suffering that Radharani undergoes. Ashli Shiva, Padaratam, Panastumam, Madarshanam, Mamahatam, Karotuva. You may make me brokenhearted <laughs> by not being before me. You may crush me by embrace. It's, it's, it's described in such an intense way because it's the most intense. So I, I was trying, you know, and, and I somehow, by Krishna's grace, I was walking around the hill and I, I came up with some how to explain it. How do you explain? The highest ecstasy is this incredible suffering. And then I thought of a great analogy that explains it perfectly. When you watch, we discussed this. When you watch a drama, the drama can be tragedy. So you will feel the tragedy, but you're enjoying the drama. <laughs> so it, it, it's like that. You're experiencing the, but there's some something inner, just a little bit deeper, that that's really intensely relishable. So, like that, going around the hill. Now, here, I've gone back because I, I I was playing, I was reading it version, didn't have the purports, I didn't realize, it, and I went through the chapter, and then I, I said, wait, I must have purports, and then I look back, and there's beautiful purports. So I'm going back a little bit. So this is Lord Shiva uh, points Narada to Prahlad. Narada, boom, in a second, because that's the spiritual 
You're not physically distanced. You're distanced by consciousness. And it's another dimension, which you cross over by faith. So, boom. And, and by material things, pantastu koti satavatsura sampragam yo bayor atapi manaso muni pungavanam. By um, material, you can go by the speed of mind for millions and millions of years and not get there. So he's there at Sutaloka, and Prahlad is completely absorbed in meditation. But then he sees Narada. And Narada, as it mentioned, is his guru. So this is very interesting. <laughs> Narada is the guru, and he's looking for the topmost recipient of Krishna's mercy, and it happens to be his disciple. So he goes, so naturally Prahlad stands up out of respect and then falls down out of respect and then begins to worship his guru by putting him on a, on, on a throne. But Narada just breaks down because he, he's not looking at any external relationship. He's looking on the absolute platform of, of the person's spiritual advancement. And this is the greatest devotee. And at a, and the formal worship by by the disciple, but Narada just boom, he just hugs him <laughs> and begins to cry, and begins to profusely glorify Prahlad as he should be glorified, which is basically a summary a lot of the seventh canto, because it shows his devotion, how he was able to tolerate. His devotion, how, how he was young as he converted the, the children in his school. His devotion when the Shringadev came and all the demigods were fearful and he came close and the Shringadev was just licking him in affection and then offered him any boon and he didn't want anything. He didn't want any liberation. So, so it says here he's unable to tolerate his praise. So he, he felt embarrassment. You can imagine if any of you of Prabhupada walked in the room and you had and started glorifying you profusely, where would you melt? So, and he addressed him in a quiet voice. Normally he'd be angry, but he couldn't be angry because this was his guru. You know, when you travel and you eat these bridge bossy rotis in this hot doll, it, and you're, you're out there in the sun, you need a little drink every once in a while. So now Prahlad's going to respond. And again, we just relish that when a soul, the, the false ego, which is a subtle material element, which allows the soul to contour its consciousness to the body and identification with the body for the purpose of enjoyment and control, for the purpose of a sense of superiority. 
So when someone doesn't have that false ego, it's such a beautiful thing because they're just not acting for themselves. It's rare. It's just rare to see in anyone. I can think of a few people that I can think, wow, this person doesn't have false ego. They don't care about praise. They don't react to criticism. They're not interested in being in the center. Very beautiful thing and very, very rare. But Prahlad's at that level. And, and not only those things, but actually you have a clear vision of the reality and your relationship. So you can never think yourself great. Because the fact of the matter is, prakriti kriyamanani gunai karmani sarvisha, that you're helpless practically. Our greatness is being used by Krishna. And whatever little abilities we have becomes um, extenuated becomes increased, becomes something special by becoming Krishna's instrument. And then when we lack that surrender, and I've seen it happen in the Krishna consciousness movement of very, very powerful people who then no longer could surrender, and Puna Mushuka Baba, again a mouse. There's that story that Prabhupada tells that the sage is being destroyed uh, uh, disturbed by a mouse, so he changed the mouse into a cat. Disturbed by a cat, he tur turned the mouse into a dog. Then he put the dog, so he cha changed the dog into a lion, and the lion attacked him, and he said, Punam Mushukababa, again a mouse. So we can become this, we can become that, we can become sannyas, we can become guru, we can become big preacher, we can become everything. And we can do such incredible things on such an incredible level. But then, if we no longer surrender to Krishna, then Punamushagababa, again a mouse. So he realizes that. So it's hard to take credit when you see the power of God. And you understand that there are five factors of action and only one is the endeavor. So, so much is happening by so much is happening by the power of God. So he's just going to counteract it because he just can't tolerate it. It's not, and again, we mentioned that point many times. It's not just tolerate it, it, it it's false ego. It interferes with the bhava of, of devotion, which has nothing to do with being great or significant. In fact, those kind of feelings can cover you and cover your feelings. So you're really in a bhav. This is ecstasy. This is the internal potency. This is Krishna's love. And this becomes your faith. And, and why should you want the cheap thrills of control and enjoyment. 
it's detestable for you. When you really got that taste for Krishna consciousness, these other things are useless for you. So you resist them. And he's respectfully doing that. And he's saying, you know, you said I was great as a young kid, a young child, but You know, children, they don't really know what they're doing. <laughs> so he, he just, as a general rule, young, some before the awakening of intelligent discrimination cannot have understanding required to engage in devotional service. There may be individual exceptions in the highly cultured family of sages and saintly devotees, but Prahlad, considering himself an uncivilized demon, would hardly claim to be such an exception. So he's he's born in a family of daityas, of demons. He's Putin's son. He's Trump's son. He's Biden's son. <laughs> he's Netanyahu's son. You know, <laughs> you know, it's like, hey. I may be a little lightened, but come on, look where I'm coming from. I'm not one of those special people. So he deflects it. And then he's going to say, it's very interesting, that if I have power, it's my surrender to God. So it, it's his power. What I'm doing and the intelligence to do it, it both comes from God. So even if I'm doing something of significance in enlightened consciousness, I cannot take credit for it. And I feel this way, you know, somehow, I don't know what my life is like, but somehow I've got, I, you know, I had to find service and I, I kind of resourceful and I had limited options. And I found this Monday morning greetings, writing. And then I have this kind of determination that once I start something, I, you know, I just continue doing it. You know, I have that kind of Kshatriya spirit in a sense, maybe. And I'm amazed after everyone's finished and really don't take credit for it because I'm just watching. I don't know where I'm going. And then somehow or other, I just keep at it. And then something comes out. It comes out much better than I feel is my own personal capability. So you don't get like, oh, this is, something. no, it is something. And then it all goes back to the, um, it all goes back to the mercy of guru. And the, the, the power that comes from Anyabilashita Shunyam Jnana Karma Jnavritam Anukul Yena Krishna Nu Shilanam Bhakti Uttama Uttama Bhakti is you, you want to please Krishna, Krishna Nu Shilan by your activities that follow Krishna. But the activities that follow Krishna, Krishna reciprocates. And that reciprocation, that reciprocation is where your real power comes from. It's like chanting Hare Krishna. 
you know, I'm doing a little bit more and then I'm seeing, wow, I'm, I'm actually hearing the name. <laughs> I'm walking around the hill. Sometimes you're walking, you can't hear, you know, I'm really hearing the name. I'm hearing the first part. I'm hearing the second part. And what is it? What is it? It's Krishna's mercy. <laughs> it's, it's so clear. When you get a little taste, a little something, a little concentration, it's Krishna's mercy. It's the only explanation. Um, so still when one receives instructions from great souls those instructions have the power to awake higher understanding and then one can engage in devotional service to the lord therefore it is not a sign of greatness that ordinary persons like me can persevere <clears throat> somehow i can't such terrible disturbances give spiritual enlightenment to children, show compassion to suffering souls, get the boon of liberation. So he's giving all credit to this process. I received instructions. I practiced devotional service. Then Krishna empowered me. So again, it's not our own power. It's Krishna's power. If we want to take any credit, it's because we surrendered to Krishna. Our credit is that we hit our head on the floor and we pen dandavat pranams. That's our credit. That's a great credit. But from the person, the spiritual person, he doesn't see. Because that seems so simple. Once you do it, once you surrender to Krishna... So he doesn't think that's such a, an incredible thing. I just surrendered to Krishna. And all the rest comes by God. In other words, each item Narada offers as a sign of Pallad's greatness is simply the natural, simply a natural effect of pure devotional service. So Pallad argues. That the way he the way he behaved is no with laudable qualities. Lord Nishringa and Sri Narada. Okay, I got a bus. Who's got that thing on that's making noise? Merely from these symptoms, the best of saints do not conclude that Krishna has given a person his mercy. Krishna's mercy, this is all Pallad, blessed Narada, appears only in truly worthy servants.
So I think a devotee sees more not what he's given to Krishna, but what he's not given to Krishna. And one who's not advanced sees <laughs> what he's given to Krishna, not what he's given to Krishna. He sees what he's given to Krishna, not what he hasn't given to Krishna. And an advanced devotee sees what he has given to Krishna. It doesn't see what he has given to Krishna, he sees what he hasn't given to Krishna. So it's just so natural for a very pure soul to think that way. Clarity of consciousness enables one to see one's faults. What? Okay, okay. I'll wait for you. One second. Okay. So now he's going to point to someone who's he feels he has something more than he has. And it's a very interesting thing that he points to Hanuman because he feels he's meditating and but he feels that he still has anxieties and you you know and, and meditation to go nam rup mind you know for chanting you can be full of anxieties and <laughs> put it into the holy name but the meditation it it disrupts the the facts of meditation is very high practice and, and kirtan is considered a much deeper absorption. I kind of felt that when when uh, I went this morning, and uh, there's such a nice group, such a nice setting, beautiful ashram where they're all staying, and all chairs. They all had chairs. I'm sitting up front and saying Jai Radha Madhava Kunjabi Hari Hari Krishna Hari Krishna. Krishna Krishna Hari Hare Hari Rama Hari Rama Rama Rama. It's so absorbing when you're doing kirtan. It's there's nothing like it when you're chanting kirtan. It's so absorbing. Hanumad Ari Bhattasya Kapi Seva Kritastina. Param Vigyakule Chite Smaranam Kriyate Maya. I have never performed any real service for the Lord like Hanam and others. I have only remembered the Lord sometimes when my mind was troubled. So I'm going to read this purport because it's significant and also to share with you the genius of Gopi Pranadana, Jayadwaita Marj, and Kesha Varti. The clarity. Jaidwaita Maharaj is the supreme personality of editing. It's so clear, is you know. Commentary, but you are a devotee of Lord Vishnu. 
Narada might interject. And so you do deserve his mercy. Pallad replies by constantly contrasting himself with others like Hanuman, who served the Lord directly. Even now, Pallad says, I am only practicing meditation. I have not yet become proficient even as a passive meditator. Narada might argue in return that fixing one's mind on the Lord is one of the nine methods of pure devotional service. Remembering the Lord's names, forms, and pastimes is the highest level of realization in bhakti yoga. Because seva means devotional service, Pallad should not use this word to deny that he's ever served the Lord. So don't think that meditation or chanting and, and all these are not service. They're service. Pallad answers this by characterizing himself as disturbed by material anxieties, a condition that automatically disqualifies one from namsmaran, rupsmaran, and lilasmaran. A further argument is also implicit here, that remembrance is not the best form of devotional service since it depends on the functions of the mind we're subject to distraction by anxiety and other emotions. This argument we elaborated more fully later on in the glories of Galop. I think in the story of Gokumar, maybe I think it's there that it's going to come that yeah, the goal is meditating, but the best way for meditation is not sankirtan. Yadmad vishayakam tasya lalanadi prashasyate manyate mayakam tattu kastya lilayatam para. You praise me because he caressed me and showed other signs of affection. But some consider such affectionate behavior merely a false show of Maya and others just a display of his pastimes. So the intimacy he showed, but in the purple, it's going to explain that in, you know, Mayavadi philosophy, this is all sentimental, it's just an illusion. Or he's saying it's God's pastime. It's not my credit. It's his, he's showing mercy. I didn't, Commentary, the Avaita Vadis of the Shankaracharya school judge the loving dealings of the Supreme Person with his devotees to be illusory. The Advaita Vadis hold that the Supreme Absolute Truth cannot become involved in such duality. But others, the Vaishnavas of devotional, the devotional schools affirm that these are the Lord's pastimes. Far from being illusory, they constitute the highest spiritual reality. The personality of God, it is full in all transcendental qualities of Satchitananda, eternity, knowledge, and bliss. And with the help of his Satchitananda potencies, he can easily engage in Satchitananda pastimes. Here, Pallad's idea is that even though the Lord's displays of affection may be considered rule, real, he has acted in these ways only to fulfill the purpose of his own enjoyment. Prahlad thinks that Lord Nishringa only pretended to care about him. So I have another class today. We're going to speak with the Russian devotees. So I'll end here. Jamuna Jaya, if you're here, you can start with any point that you liked. Harry Krishna is a bit in the darkness right now, so I hope you can hear what and see me. Start? 
I'm at the I'm at the Bhakti Center this morning. I'm doing some service, and so I tucked myself away in a corner so I could hear you better. So, okay. okay. So, but I'm I, I just I really appreciating so much actually that one of those last points that Prahlad is saying. Oh, no, she um, Lord Nishima Dave is only pretending, and it's so interesting that Prahlad doesn't see his remembrance as service. And he's the one that set down the nine devotional, you know, you know, practices that he's so humble. He doesn't even see that he is that he is serving um, and he's so humble. And I also love that point when you said it's only when we hit our head on the floor is the way you said it. Only when we hit our head on the floor and pay obeisances. That's such a great um, visual image for me. So thank you, Maharaj. Don't hurt yourself, though. <laughs> I won't. <laughs> Okay. Anybody else like to say hello or share a reflection? Hi, Krishna Maharaj. Um, not, not a reflection, but this pretending that um, Pallad was thinking Lord Nishingadev was showing towards him. But what was his what what's his reasoning behind thinking? For what reason was he thinking? that Lord Nisinga would even pretend. For his pastimes to show for others how you you know he reciprocates with devotees. And you know, he is just being an an, an instrument in the pastimes, showing his no. Lord is showing his mercy. But isn't that the same as saying that Lord Nishingadeva is like being artificial? I don't understand. Well, no, it's not not artificial. It's 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 not being well. Obviously, he's not being artificial. It's real. He's not showing it. Yeah. he's artificial, but he's 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 just directing it towards Prahlad because of the pastime, and not anything that Prahlad has particularly earned, etc. Like that. And that's what he's calling Maya. Remember, he used this word Maya in connection with this. That was in the purport, I think. I think that was in the purport. Yeah, I, I didn't understand this Maya okay. in this connection. I think it was in the purport. Well, he, 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 what, what Prahlad was saying is that some people say that this is illusory. But then in the purport, it said Prabhupada's saying, he, he's saying, no, I'm not really saying it. Some people may say it's illusory. That what I'm is illusory? The, the the devotee and God and their affection, like it, love and devotion and things from the Mayavadi perspective, it's just part of Maya. You know, uh -huh. the, the, the real ability is Jnana. You know, having that philosophical discrimination. That's okay. the real thing. Mm -hmm, yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, Gail, thank you. Okay. Maharaj, I just want to say I, I, I really uh, liked... Um that realization that you got during your walk about how to present the, or how to harmonize the dichotomy between, um, you know, the ecstasy and the pain of, of love. I that was, as a, as a movie person, you're right, I'm a movie person, and so that worked perfectly for me. You're a movie person? Oh, I'm, I'm an addict. <laughs> well, I, I can say I just thought, wow, this is this is such a good analogy to explain it. I mean, you try to explain it in so many ways, right? 
because that's a perfect analogy. It's it's a feeling of sadness that's a feeling of joy. Okay, thanks, Gail. Anybody else? Hare Krishna Maharaj, thank you so much. This is Krishna Amrita. Could you please explain uh, it? I didn't get it. How the highest ecstasy is the highest suffering? Uh, I didn't get it. I just gave that analogy, but besides that analogy, um, the highest ecstasy is love. A, a re the real energy of love. And that's heightened in things like separation, which is, you know, like pain. So although it's it seems like it's painful, love is increasing. All the Leelas are like that, just like in the in the Kalila Leela, everybody's falling and Krishna's, you know, almost dying and they're having these feelings. But it's ecstasy because it's just increasing the love. And and what does Lord Chaitanya want to feel? He wants to feel Radharani's incredible feelings of separation as, as Akru is taking Krishna out of Vrindavan. Okay, thank you. Hi, Krishna. And anybody else say hello? Hi, Krishna. Yeah. Ram Sadowski. Wow. Hi, well. <laughs> I just wanted to share that when you were saying about Prahlad Maharaj and how he came from the family of the demons, I was thinking that I myself, I came from my, my inner demon. I don't even need to look at my family. You know, in this Kali Yuga age, I was just reflecting on my past and what activities I've been doing, you know. And I was thinking how fortunate I am to be able to, you know, change the lifestyle and change the interests in life and, you know, really try to engage myself in Krishna consciousness after all of that. Nice realization. Thank you. Thank you. Hare Krishna. Good. Anybody else say hello? Hare Krishna Gumaraj. Tota Gopinath here. Hey, Tota. So great yes. to see you, so absorbed in Govardhan. Yeah, hi, well. Who else? Hare Krishna Maharaj. Amala, Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna, thank you so much. My prayers for your people. Hare well. Thank you, Gurudev. And all the people in that region. Okay, Hare well. Anybody Hare else? Hare Krishna Maharaj. Hi, well, Bhakti Devi. Hi, Hi, Krishna. Where are you now? Where are you? Me? In yeah. Brooklyn. In Brooklyn? Yes. My Janmastan. I was in Brooklyn, Vrindavan this morning for part of your talk. <laughs> great, great. Hi, well. I'll send you a text today, okay? Great, great. Okay, thank you. Anybody else? Hare Krishna Maharaj, Isabel Ishwari Sundri. But, oops. Ishwari, Ishwari <laughs> Sundri. How do you so, I have to get used to the new name. I'm doing really well, Maharaj. I'm for I'm starting my fifth week or my sixth week of recovery. So doing really well. Less, Halfway there. Less, less pain. 
Oh, the pain before surgery, totally gone. And uh, one from surgery, it's very minimal at this point. It's like a new lease in life, actually, it feels like. It's all my mercy. It's all your mercy. Thank you so much. <laughs> okay. A anybody else say hello? Hi, Krishna Maharaj. It's Yvette. Hey, Yvette. How nice How to see you. How are you? Nice to Good. see you. Thank you so much for your talk. It um, has me thinking uh, about my ego um, and my, you know, relationships in this world, how it's a drama playing out to um, bring me closer to Krishna. Um, in my uh, last relationship, I'm still struggling with like my heart, my head knows I have to forgive because if I don't, it's going to destroy my spiritual life, but my heart isn't there. And in reflecting on that and looking, listening to your talk, it's like, well, my heart's not there because my ego's in the way. Because I say, well, how could this guy do this to me? You know, <laughs> those are the stories I tell myself. So it's all ego-based. And I got to resolve that and work through that to get Good. to real forgiveness, like Perla did with his father. You know, like this was this really evil guy and he was able to forgive him because he knew Yvette, I didn't know you were such a devotee. Amazing. <laughs> it's so nice. You just see people coming around. You don't even know if they're committed. And then all of a sudden, she's listening to classes. She's at my Vyas Puja. It just works, Krishna consciousness. You know, it, Thank just, you, it just works. You just got to not create the obstacles to prevent people from coming. Okay. Mm -hmm. Harry Bowl. Thank you. Okay. Anybody else? Okay. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna. Thank Maharaj. you very much, Maharaj. Thank you for the class. Okay. Hare Bo. Hare Bo. Great. Who else? Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna. Raja Radhe. Hare Bo. Hare Krishna. Great. Okay. Who Hare else? Hare Krishna. Maharaj. This is Wow. I'm so glad you're on the class and psyched that yes. you're coming to Puri. Yes, me too. Well, just right. let us know anything we can do. You're in touch also with Ramuna Pavani, you know. Yes. Whatever it is. Okay, how are you all? Anybody else? Harry Krishna Gauraj, Govinda. Thank you for class. In separation from Braja Sundari Radhe. Yeah. <laughs> I just... Really, I, but let's... let's. <laughs> I just got a from her. She said she just bathed in the Ganga. They just got the Rishi cash. Okay. She'll be living down the road from me here, so I'll see her. Yes, yes. I'm looking forward to that. Okay. Hi, Bo. Right. Anybody else? Hare Krishna Maharaj. This is Henry. Are you in your house, Henry? Your place? I am in my house. And yes, I know it looks a little cluttered behind me. <laughs> No, no, um, no. I just don't Krishna see consciousness it. does work, Maharaj. It's so powerful. You know, I just get, I look forward to your class so much. You're so far ahead of everybody else. I mean, you just take me to a wonderful place. I'm, I'm thankful from the bottom of my heart, Maharaj. Henry, I value our friendship for 40 years. <laughs> At my Vyas Puja, I said 30 years. You said 40 years, huh? I remember yep. when you came. I remember when you came. 
I met you in Vrindavan. That's special. Anyway, you know, you got that temple in Potomac, and I'm sure they need your help. I heard Brother Bihari had to fly back because his wife got injured or something. And yeah, I'm sure you always have some nice service too. It's so, so great that you actually have a temple there too. Mm. Okay, great. Great to see you, Henry. Bravo. Anybody else? Okay. Bunch of culprit through this chakra, this individual.